ahead, shake that jar of sprinkles, and celebrate your role as a mom. I'm Stephanie Fleece with City Moms Blog Network, and my hope is that the next 40 minutes or so bring a smile to your face, a skip to your step, and a sprinkler to, to your mundane. This is Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating Motherhood, a podcast by City Moms Blog Network. Hey, friends. Hi there. Oh my goodness. What is that? Could it be a co-host? Ah, I like the sound of that. Yes. Now, if you have been listening to Just Add Sprinkle Celebrating Motherhood for the last few months, you've heard me, Stephanie Fleece, is your host, but you've also occasionally heard Michelle Fortin. I'm Michelle Fortin with City Moms Blog Network News. <laughs> Doesn't she have the best, like, news voice? Oh my gosh, I love it. So Michelle and I have been friends for years, and I am thrilled. I feel like we are in that special case of relationship where we've got a friendship and we also get to work together. And there's very few people that can say that about their colleagues and friends. So I love it. I love it too. It's so awesome. Like I mentioned, in addition to being dear friends with Michelle, uh, we also currently work together at City Moms Blog Network. Network, and I founded this network in 2010 and now serve as the director. Yeah, and my background is in television news and public relations. So after championing Stephanie and City Moms Blog Network from the sidelines for years, remember those late night talk stuff? Yes. <laughs> uh, two years ago, we decided it was time to me for me to bring my skill set to the team. So now I proudly serve CMBN by helping with public relations needs. Hashtag best job ever. Hashtag best job ever. Oh my goodness, seriously. Well, uh, Michelle and I decided to spice things up a little bit with the Just Add Sprinkles podcast. And so today, I invited her to come on as a co I'm so excited to be here. So Michelle is, again, um, a very welcomed part of this podcast and has been behind the scenes for a long time. So incredibly happy to have oh, you. Oh, it's so fun to be here. Can't wait to share all your secrets. I mean, uh, co-host this podcast with you. <laughs> Share all my secrets. Uh, I don't know if I have too many of those, many. but I'm I am a I'm an open book, so I will tell you. Um, you know, I would will divulge secrets uh, for sure. So, uh, so today the topic of our podcast is celebration, and as Michelle knows, and anyone close to me knows, celebration is the heart of what I do. Like how I breathe, it's like the blood that runs through me because it's such a huge part of my life. Yes, it is, and so it's exciting to talk about this with you, and also because I get to interview you today. <laughs> I'm a little bit nervous. Don't be nervous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, girl, with that, let's get started. Let's do it. Okay, well, as Steph said, today we are talking about celebration. And if you haven't picked up on that, it's a big deal for Stephanie Fleece and City Moms Blog Network. In fact, this podcast is named Just Add Sprinkles Celebrating Motherhood. Yes, it is. So that's really the heart behind this whole network is celebration. And Stephanie, sitting at the helm, definitely champions that cause on a regular basis. Stephanie, I, when I think of celebration and gift giving, I always think of you. You're just, you just love it. Does that come from, was that something you were taught or do you think that's something that's just kind of ingrained in you? You know what? That is a great question. Uh, I do think that my family as a whole has always been good uh, on celebration. So uh, they, I find that people 
kind of have one of two bends. They either bend uh, more comparison mindset thinking, meaning that the pie, well, the glass is half empty, right? Like that um, when something good happens to somebody else, like that takes an opportunity away from them. Anyway, but my family definitely bends more towards the glass is half full and um, like there's ample opportunity for everybody. And so I definitely grew up in a culture that celebration was uh, a part of our family. But I also think just as much as it's nurture, it's also for me. Like I feel like I just was born with this inherent desire to celebrate people and to be able to celebrate the big and the small and whatever I can do to bring that to my relationships and uh, culture as a whole has always just been really really normal for me. So let's start with kind of the small, the nuclear in your home. How do you celebrate little things with your girls? You have three girls. I do. Yes. Well, uh, I guess the first thing that comes to mind and the reason why we called this podcast Just Add Sprinkles is because one thing that I always do, I have so many kinds of sprinkles in my cupboard. It's actually comical. How many different colors I have, how many different kinds of sprinkles that I have. And truthfully, like I think sprinkles can go on anything and make like a day just a tad bit better. And so uh, that's where we started. I would say the ingrained, like teaching my kids how to celebrate each other started with a simple act of adding sprinkles to things. Like, so add sprinkles to your mac and cheese. Who cares? Like the kids love it. You know, they, all of a sudden your standard mac and cheese has turned into something like fantastic. <laughs> uh, or your applesauce. I don't care what it is. Just stick it on. <laughs> stick it on. Um, and so, I mean, that's where we started and really something that continues to be part of our pretty normal life. Uh, but I also think that there's uh, certainly other ways that you can celebrate each other. Uh, you know, one of the other ways that we celebrate around our table pretty much every night, um, one of our traditional questions for each, everyone in our family, myself and my husband included, is uh, tell me something kind that you did for somebody else today. I love that. Uh, I think the value of kindness uh, is so under like appreciated. Well, not underappreciated, but uh, yeah, just people don't recognize that kind people are people that they want to be around. Yeah, right. Sure. Like kind people change the world. Exactly. Uh, and so anyway, we we do take the time to celebrate like the kind gestures that our kids do for each other, and not making fun of them when it's like a really silly thing, like they shared a chip out of their. <laughs> out of their bag to the, for their sister. Uh, but I think like being able to recognize like kindness is something that should be celebrated. Well, when you're a kid, something like that is a big deal. You know, like you like those chips. Like my right. daughter would never share her chips. <laughs> you know, so like cel Definitely. <laughs> celebrating those things when you're little, it's so good to start small. And I think, I mean, it's kind of a lesson that all of us moms can take because how hard is it to add sprinkles to their afternoon snack or their scrambled eggs in the morning or something just silly just sure. for no reason just to celebrate that it's Tuesday and you know you made it through Monday or whatever it may be yeah that's such a fun thing that anyone can do just to kind of bring some levity to your home and a sense of celebration I love that yeah um now yeah, yeah. okay so let's talk about outside your family your friends um we'll get to the bigger things in a minute because I know you do big things and I have a couple stories about big things to share but what do, what are some little things that you do for friends now I will speak as your friend 
things that I notice um, is that you are really good at sending snail mail. Mm, I love snail mail. And I... It's a lost it's, art. It's not uncommon for me to get a fun card in the mail. I got one from you yesterday, actually, <laughs> with a handwritten note, you know, in some kind of sparkly envelope or something from you. Is that one of the ways that you celebrate your friends? Oh, for sure. Snail, seriously, snail mail is a lost art. And nobody, that it's sad because everyone loves snail mail yeah. too. Like I legit go to my mailbox every day, just crossing every limb that I have that somebody will send me a snail mail. <laughs> I love it so much. And I think everyone else does too. Okay, if you're listening well, to this podcast and you have Steph's address, send her a card. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, you know what? I actually just listened to a podcast that they were interviewing the former CEO of Home Depot uh, that took over, gosh, I don't even know. I mean, anyone that's listening that is familiar with Home Depot's history is probably ashamed of my inability to give the timeline, the accurate timeline of Home Depot. But regardless, this new CEO that was being interviewed really had to turn the culture of Home Depot around. And he swears that the way that he did it was through snail mail. The guy said that every week he sent 150 le- like handwritten Whoa. notes to employees of Home Depot. Wow. And people sh- savored that, right? And so anyway, I just think like it is a lost art. People don't take the time to do it uh, because they're so busy or they don't have stamps or they don't know like where to peg it or whatever. And so for me, like I kind of just it's truthfully a practice for me to always have a lot of stamps on hand uh, and I always have a ton of cards. So Home Goods is my place of yes, choice and for cards. We talked about this and I love Tuesday morning. If there's a Tuesday morning in your area, that's a good place for cards too. Yes, and they're usually like a dollar ninety nine yes. versus like five dollars for a card. And I'm sure Tuesday morning has this too, but Home Goods has bulk packs that are even less expensive. Yes. So I literally stock up on cards. So I've got cards, I've got stamps, I have everyone's addresses, and pretty much every morning while my coffee pot is making my coffee because I don't do a Keurig anymore. Uh, I write a couple handwritten notes every day and uh, every day. Wow, girl. I know it's crazy. Um, But yeah, I mean, I just think like notice the things it's not that people don't think about their friends or their colleagues and good thoughts come to mind of their friendships or whatnot. But it's that like going that extra mile, yeah. not even a mile, extra like, you know, two seconds to write a card, um, I think really does wonders for a relationship. Absolutely. Well, I can speak truth to that because it's so nice to get a card from you. And I've had seasons where I'm better at that than others, but I do also have a huge box full of cards. I've subscribed to A Beautiful Mess. Yes, I love um, that. They send out monthly Look, snail mail packages with really cute handmade cards and stuff. Um, they've used that before, and it's just it is a good way to celebrate people, and it doesn't cost really much at all—a couple bucks and a stamp. So um, yeah. that's a great way to no. celebrate celebrate people. Um, okay, so then, um, but you also do some stuff for your neighbors too. So not just people that live far away, but people that live close as well. Yeah, don't you? Yeah, I do. I am extremely passionate about neighbors coming together for community. 
And I guess the one thing that I always want to tell people when I talk about my neighbors is that there are some communities that like everyone in the neighborhood for the most part is in the same season of life, like that you all have young kids. You might not parent the same, but like for the most part, you're in the same season and you've got a lot of commonality. And that's great. I mean, I would love that if that was our case. But when I talk about my neighbors, please know we've got an eclectic group of neighbors. Like it is not at all that all of us like are BFFs and we hang out all the time. I mean, we've got a widow on the corner that we um, care for, my husband and I, uh, with various acts of service. We've got a couple in their 60s that have been dating for like 20 years that live on the <laughs> other corner with no kids. Um, I, honestly, we've got the most eclectic group of neighbors. And so I think some people think like, oh, loving my neighbors would be easy if I really um, like had a lot in common with them or if we were in the same season of life. And that's not the case for us. And so we just feel like, you know what, like our neighbors were kind of hand chosen for us. Like there's no reason why there's a specific reason why we moved here. Uh, and so let's serve them to the best of our ability. So I don't know, we do all sorts of random things for our neighbors. We just did an ice cream social for our neighborhood after a school finished out. We do a fall festival every year. Um, and that's primarily just organized by me. And so anyway, okay. those are just so, a couple ways that okay. I, okay, hey, just pause for a second here. <laughs> <laughs> I, before we get into some of the details about the bigger things that you do, I just want to take a second because uh -huh. I don't want people to get lost in thinking that's great for you. That's your gifting or your just what you're passionate about. And that's not what I'm passionate about. So I can't do it because, you know, you run a huge business with hundreds of women that run these um, parenting resource sites across the country. You're a mom to three girls one of which hasn't even started full-time school yet. Right. She will this fall. Well, now they're once and you're married and you maintain good friendships. You're part of a church group and you do, you do a lot. You do a lot. So, um, you, in this celebration stuff, you don't do to promote anything. You just do it out of the love of your heart. Uh, can you talk about kind of what motivates you to do that beyond just that you like it? Like, what, what do you get in return? What do you see as kind of the rewards from celebrating people? Hmm. No, that is a good question. And I will answer it. I want to give a caveat first okay. <laughs> to everybody that's listening that, to Michelle's point, may feel overwhelmed. I am a fairly high capacity person, and I know that about me. And so for me to juggle all of these things in the air might be a bit easier than for someone else. And it does not make me in any way better than that other person. It just makes us different. And so, you know, in sharing these things that I do, it's not at all like to your point, self-promotional or anything. So I will say that it, it is natural for me to pursue these types of celebration um, activities with our neighbors and with our friends. But truthfully, the heart of what I get back, and I'm not doing any of this to receive anything in response and return. Uh, it's more that I know that strong community changes people's lives. Like str strong friendships change people's lives. Strong neighborhoods change the world. Uh, and I, I say that like, it's no big deal, but it, it, it is like, I, I mean, neighborhoods change cities, cities change states, states change countries, countries change the world. And so it starts with 
us serving each other and looking outside of our own calendars and saying like, I'm going to reserve margin to be able to serve other people. Um, not to see what's in it for me, but more to see it what what's in it for like the greater good. Wow. Does that make sense? Step for president 2020. No, no, that's, no, that's very inspiring. I appreciate that you explaining that. And now, so now honestly, I feel inspired to do like something simple, maybe in my neighborhood, like in my, we do every Halloween, we try to have like, like a big like potluck or whatever on our driveway and kind of just see everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, like doing something like for back to school this fall, like celebrating the night before school starts or something, doing a big ice cream social. Can you walk me through like, what are the steps that you take before you do something like that and how I could do it, implement it in my neighborhood? Yeah. So, I mean, the ice cream social I did at the end of school um, and most anything that I think of, I often think like, okay, I want to do this for my own kids. It's a natural celebratory time for our family. How can I make this more about community than just our family? Uh, And anything that I plan, especially in our neighborhood, I would say, you know what? Honestly, anything that I do for other people is fairly simple. Like it's nothing extravagant. Um, The ice cream social, everybody signed up to bring everything with the exception of I set up a couple tables and then I bought the spoons and the cups. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, and and so I sent, like, the Evite out and had people come. And we had 70 people wow. show up for our ice cream social. It was great. And that's the same for our fall festival. But I'd also say for our friends, my friends, the ones that I'm looking to serve, I have a very standard food that I bring everybody, regardless of the occasion. Like, I always... I know the Stetson salad. We need to link to that (laughs) in the show notes. Seriously. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's so good. And so I have all those pieces always in my pantry or my freezer so that it's crazy easy for me to put together and be able to serve up for someone. So making it simple. And also I would say knowing, do you, like if cooking is totally going to stress you out, do not bring people food very often or like just pick it up. It's really not that big of a deal. Uh, But there's areas of service that are more natural for you, and I would say lean into that. Yeah. It's a lot easier to think about inviting my neighbors to an ice cream social and asking them to bring, you know, popsicles or a gallon of ice cream and then, you know, and and then providing everything. Because you think sometimes, you know, you just have to provide everything in order to serve people. But, you know, people are more likely to actually follow up on their RSVP, too, if they're signed up to bring something. So, yeah, it's like a passive-aggressive way of getting people to show up. I love it. I love, it. I love that idea. That's awesome. Um, just tell us a couple of details about what you do for the fall festival. When do you have that, and what does it involve? So we always do it on a Saturday uh, in the fall, usually in October. And uh, it's fall festival slash uh, chili cook-off. So much like my ice cream social, everyone signs up to bring pretty much everything. Like legit, I don't even make chili. (laughs) Can we have a chili cook-off? What Alan and I do is we clean out our garage. We set up a bunch of tables in our garage uh, for people to eat. Uh, But truthfully, people sign up to make chili. They also sell sign up for desserts, beverages, and cornbread. 
Uh, oh, and chili toppings. So everybody signs up for various things. Um, and so we've got a bunch of uh, kind of yard games in the cul-de-sac. We also have caramel apple station that kids can make their own caramel apples. And then we've got the chili cook-off. Uh, this past year was the first year that I had somebody bring like an old trophy that we like, like we made it like our neighborhood chili cook-off trophy. <laughs> that it's That's awesome. <laughs> um, and it was Nobody paid for that. Somebody just brought it. They didn't want it. And so honestly, the first time that I did this chill this fall festival, we had just moved in to our neighborhood six months prior. We did not know anybody. And I honestly was like, I have no idea who's going to show up. We didn't even do an evite or anything. And I tell you what, 80 people showed up that first what? chili cook-off. And, and everybody was like, wow, I can't believe how many, like you did this, you just moved into the neighborhood. And I was like, you know what, it's a great way for us to get to know people. And obviously people want to do something like this. So we're happy to. So anyway, that's a little info. I love it. That's I love chili it. Cook- that's awesome. Well, the fall festival. Wait, we do some, we do something similar on Halloween. Yeah. The first year I did everything and that was expensive and very stressful. And the next year, our neighbors yeah. loved it, but they wanted to contribute. So they kind of asked me ahead of time, like, hey, are you going to do that again? And what can we bring this year? And so I, I delegated, yeah. and it was a lot more fun, and I can enjoy it more. And um, so we eat dinner yeah. and then, you know, kind yeah. of take shifts taking the kids around. So, Yeah, I would say, like, finding some, like, annual activities that you can do has also really helped me because we, you know, we do that fall festival. We also do a gingerbread uh, house making party every December for our friends. And there's just things that like now my kids are like, we're going to do that, right? Yes. Because it's just normal to yes. us. And um, tell us too about that. You do the um, birthday party for the stuffed animals with your kids. Oh, we do that. Yes. <laughs> Is that once a year that you do that? Is it a certain date? Yes. Uh, well, no, it's not a certain date. Uh, honestly, it ends up being usually a rainy day of some sort um, in the summer when we're just looking for something to do. Uh, and so it's never well planned. Uh, truthfully, like sprinkles, I also pretty much always have a box cake mix of some sort <laughs> in my pantry. You never know when you need cake. Uh, I love baked goods. You never know. And I mean, we make like it's nothing fancy. But yeah, the, I'll be like, girls, it is the stuffed animal birthday party today. And so we'll spend the morning making the cake. And then after their rest time, they essentially gather up all of their stuffed animals, all of their stuffed animals, also including all the Barbies, of which we have three girls. And so we have a lot of Barbies. And they put them in a little circle. And then we put the cake in the middle. And then we sing to them. And then we all eat cake. Well, and by all of us, it's just me and my girls, obviously not the stuffed animals and Barbies. It's a great excuse to have the humans eat cake. Uh, but you know what? Your girls are going to remember that. And it's so simple I hope so. to do that. I love it. You know, like that's a fun memory that yeah. they're going to have of just something fun and silly that you did. And it really took no effort yes. or expense on your part. Just some time. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Yeah. 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 Um, Oh, it's fine. Okay. So I want to talk about some of the bigger stuff that you've done. Um, But I have another question about you personally. So I know that you love to do this for other people. Do you, do you, I know you don't expect anything in return, but do you appreciate when someone else does something like this or invites you to something or... How, did, how does it feel to have something that you're doing for other people be reciprocated to you? And how often does that happen? Yeah, uh, I love it 
when people see a need of mine because I mean I've got a lot of balls in the air which means that things drop on occasion and I need community to come alongside of me just as much as I love to be able to come alongside of other people and so you know what a good example is another um, I was coming home from a trip actually a couple months back and one of my fr local friends had said hey let me bring you lunch the day that you get back because I know how much of a transition it is and I was like yes yes that sounds absolutely fantastic please bring me lunch uh, and so yeah I mean anytime that somebody sees a need and Michelle uh, the two of us have talked about but um, essentially the best type of gift says to the person that receives it that I see you uh, and so I think um, acts of celebration and acts of service do the same. Uh, it essentially says, like, I see you. I see your needs. I see what you're doing. And so, yeah, no, I feel incredibly loved when I'm included uh, in any act of celebration. Snail mail, post-it note on my mirror from my husband, <laughs> you know, anything <laughs> I love that. of that Well, sort. I have to say, uh, too, I, you know, I, I read the book, The Five Love Languages, and I know a lot of people have read that by yeah. Gary Chapman. And, mm. you know, I do have a couple of friends and you're one of them who your love language is gifts. And so yes. I got your thank you card yesterday. We're the minority. Like not, not a lot of people have that love yes. language. And so I do you, you and this other friend of mine who have that gift, it's really up to my gift giving game because I, I really think a lot more about what I send you. Um, and I got your thank you card yesterday for the, your birthday gift I sent you. And you said that I'm one of your best gift givers. And I was like, I told my husband, I was like, Jason, this is the best compliment I've ever gotten. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to notice that about you your are. friends. Like, you know, and know what, how they receive love. Another one of my close friends, her love language is acts of service. So, you know, if she's not going to appreciate, mm -hmm. you know, a big box filled with all sorts of stuff, she's going to appreciate me coming over and helping her clean her house or cooking her a meal and bringing that. Sure. Um, or booking a babysitter and giving her a night out. Like, you know, this kind of acts of service are more her thing. So it's good to notice these yep. different things about your friends for those one-on-one -on -one celebrations that you celebrate them the right way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, I love, I, I love the love language. Okay. Well, speaking of that, I remember a few years ago, when you still lived here in Arizona, uh -huh. um, yep. on Mother's Day, you invited a ton of moms. I don't even remember the number, but it was a lot of moms to the park for a play date. I think it was, I it was did. like the Friday before Mother's Day <laughs> or the Monday after. And it was the Friday before because right, okay. I've done this multiple times. Since. You have? And, okay. So let me tell you what I remember <laughs> yeah. then. You've the like, and um, so we invited all of us to the park and you had snacks for the kids and all that. And then we all were sent home with a goodie bag that had lunch, had a Stetson salad, had like a sparkling water and like really yep. pretty, like disposable, like napkins and stuff. But they were really pretty. Everything was like all wrapped up with a little bow and a sweet handwritten note from you in each one of our things. And it was just like a, I see you, you're doing a great job as a mom and I'm championing you as a, as a friend of you, you know, to keep on keeping on. And uh, it was so mm -hmm. special. That was just such a nice thing for you to do for your friends. And you've continued to do that? I have. You know, I don't do it probably every year, but I, when I've got my stuff together, <laughs> let's say, um, I do. And a lot of that is, I think, like any of my acts of service for people oftentimes is recognizing that other person on the other side uh, that's receiving something and recognizing a need that they have. And when it comes to Mother's Day, like I think most moms would say that 
even their well-intentioned husbands don't really get what it's like to be a mom and what and I think just the tribe of motherhood uh, is such a vital part of our lives as moms. Uh, so if I can say the Friday before Mother's Day, high five, well done fellow mom. Like I feel like we are in this together, you know, <laughs> like it's just so much better. So uh, anyway, uh, yeah, that's kind of where the heart of that came from. Uh, and yeah, I love to be able to do it. I mean, and what mom doesn't love eating something that's not leftover mac and cheese or chicken Amen. nuggets? Amen. Yes. Yeah. And it's also a good reminder. So if Sunday doesn't go quite as you expected, you're like, well, at least Steph, Steph sees me. Steph knows me. <laughs> <laughs> My friend loves me and appreciates me. And it is, you know, you know, our kids and our husbands and, you know, they, they're awesome and, you know, we love them, you know, but it's really the other moms that know how hard what we do, how hard mothering is and how, you know, who see yeah. us in the trenches and can really appreciate it. So that's such a nice thing to do for your friends. And sure. even just, you don't have to make lunch for your friends. You can send them a Mother's Day card. Like, wouldn't that be nice to get a Mother's Day card from another mom? Totally. You know? Yeah, or show up. I mean, what mom is going to say no to Starbucks? Exactly. Like, no mom, I, know. I mean, there's a, there are a lot of ways that you can serve other moms and, yeah, just yeah. provide, like, an even, even deeper sense of community yeah. and an easy Yeah, way. and so, like, something you've done for me randomly, like, you'll text me a picture of your Starbucks, um, the like, a gift card. And you'll like you yeah, you know, yeah, go through the drive through get yourself a coffee on me today. Like it's just such a sure. sweet little thing to to do. So you're you're great yeah. ideas. You need to write a book about this stuff. Celebrating this stuff. I need to write a book about it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, okay. I, I don't know. I don't know about that, but All right, so let me let me tell everybody a little story here and and you're gonna you're gonna you're well, I'm gonna set you up to tell the story. But um so you know you know a lot about Stephanie now and her heart behind celebration and this just being her heart's desire, her what she loves to do. Um, yes, it takes some extra effort and time and expense at times, but it's just it's really what she just desires to do. So imagine a few years ago getting a you're Stephanie and you get a phone call from a major grocery store chain that says, "Hey, we see that you love celebrating. Here is a fairly sizable budget. You can take what you need to go throw a party for your friends for Christmas or, you know, and then, and then you can keep what's left over. What does Steph do? She threw the biggest party <laughs> and she spent every dime. <laughs> the best party of my life, honestly, other than pro hopefully my children's weddings at some point. <laughs> like, no joke, I'm never going to top this party because it was also paid for by another yes. business. So that was like fantastic. Yeah, no, this a local grocery store came to me and said, you know, we're looking for some influencers that are willing to host some sort of holiday celebration. Uh, we don't care who you invite. Here is your um, payment. Uh, really, they didn't even care how much we spent on it as long as we posted on social media or whatever. Well, I literally was like, this is my one and only opportunity to host my friends for the biggest biggest holiday party that I could ever <laughs> throw. And so by golly, I spent every nickel, penny, 
dime. <laughs> we rent some tablecloths and all of these beautiful, like, um, you know, serving wear. And we brought in high school kids that were going on missions trips that summer and paid them money to serve. I mean, literally, it was the best night of my life, probably. <laughs> it was awesome. You guys had a great photo backdrop. Everything was coordinated. You know, the color schemes yeah. was the black and white. And, and it was, you know, yeah. your friends and their husbands. And we had it outside with string yes. lights over the top of us. And it was just so Oh, my gosh. Great. It really, it really was amazing. And truthfully, I didn't even know. I knew they'd reached out to a number of other influencers to do something similar. And I was not keeping tabs on what they were doing at all. That's part of my tip on celebration. Like, don't worry about what other people are doing. Just do you. Yeah. Like, stop comparing. Start to celebrate. And uh, anyway, after the fact, I started to kind of follow the hashtag and get an idea of what other people were doing. And most of them, by golly, they did wonderful things. Like, I am not by any means saying that what their acts of service were unwarranted or anything. But they definitely, let's just say, took home. Pocketed some of the money. Of the money. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like that I spent every amount of money on this. <laughs> oh, well. It. No, you know what? It is the party that'll go down yes. in history. It is. You know, it, and I, you know, it was so fun. And my husband and I still talk about it. It was just such a fun um, evening. And and then also just it's such a cool opportunity to see knowing you and seeing you and your element just having a blast. Um, you know, yeah. it was just – that's so great. I'm so glad and proud of you that you, you know, took – took advantage of that opportunity and, and did a good job, but then also really had a chance to just showcase your skill set and, and your heart behind it too. Yeah. That was so fun. I love that. Yeah. Well, one of my favorite authors, Shauna Nyquist has a quote that I'm probably going to butcher, but essentially she says, uh, life around the table is life at its best. And uh, I really believe that like, if you want one take home on bringing celebration, more celebration into your life, do it around your table, uh, whether it's just with your family, with sprinkles on their chicken nuggets, or with its, with, if it's bringing in your widowed neighbor, you know, for dinner, because surely she eats by herself most of the time. And better for her to be with us yeah. than to be on her own. And so anyway, life at, life at the table is life at its best. I love that. I love that. I have a widowed neighbor and I haven't had her over dinner in a while, so I think I'll have to give her a call this week and have her over. I love that reminder, Steph. It's so simple just to make an extra serving um, and have yes. people have people around. That's great. I love that. Yeah. Oh, this is a great conversation. Fine. You're so good at this. You are the expert when it comes to this um, as far as I'm concerned. So it's really cool to just share what you're doing but then also take away some tangible things because you are high capacity. As a close friend of yours, I, I, I can be a testament to that. Um, you could do a lot more than the average person. It's just how you're wired. But there are some takeaways here. Um, I don't feel like I need to do what you're doing um, to that level, but there are some things that I can do. Um, you know, I can do an ice cream social. I can have my neighbor over for dinner. I can send a few snail mail cards. There's just little things to add celebration that would really just impact sure. other people's lives and build up that community and support, you know, our friends and our neighbors and the people that are walking this journey with us and let them know that, you know, Maybe you never know when that card is going to land at we just the them. right time. So thank you for encouraging everybody yeah. to stuff. And don't forget to just add sprinkles. <laughs> of course, always. <laughs> As you just heard, celebration is my thing. 
I love nothing more than to be able to celebrate the people in my life. And naturally, one of the easiest times to celebrate loved ones is annually on their birthday. And so I'm really excited to be able to let you all know about a giveaway that we're having right now on citymomsblog.com. You're going to want to hop on over there as soon as this podcast is done, citymomsblog.com, to throw your name in a hat for your chance to win Steph's birthday box. So this box is full of my very favorite things to give to friends and coworkers for birthday presents. And you could get your chance to win a box yourself. So in this year's Steph's birthday box, uh, we have some Pampalone wine, which has quickly become one of my very favorite summer wines. It's named after the Pampalone Beach in St. Tropez and is light, crisp, not too sweet, and honestly it is the very best summertime wine. It comes in the cutest little cans. You are going to love it. So that's in the birthday box. Alongside of that wine is Macrea's Candies. And I, I've got to be honest, I love a good caramel. And I love uh, the way that Macrea's Candies has some traditional caramels for those of you that prefer more traditional candies. But they also have some more gourmet type of caramels. And so uh, you'll want to check that out for sure. Uh, on top of those two things, we've got a Floret Flower book. Uh, Floret Flowers is one of my new favorite brands. Um, it started by the founder, Erin, who is the nation's leading farmer florist. And she has one of the most beautiful books. You are going to love it. Definitely go check her out. If nothing else, check her out on Instagram. Floret Flowers is her business. And so the book, as well as a seed packet, comes in my birthday box. And a couple more things. We've got a Rifle Paper Company. Um, if any of you are familiar with Rifle Paper Company, you know why I love them so much. They have amazing artwork, planners, cards, journals. Honestly, they uh, will bring your office supply collection to the next level. And so you want to check those out for sure. And um, something special from Rifle Paper Company is in the birthday box. And last but certainly not least, least is uh, a stasher bag and um, from the company Stasher. And these are the very first self-sealing non-plastic bag uh, for carrying all those goodies, whether they be snacks for yourself or snacks for your kiddos. Uh, they are the healthier alternative to the traditional plastic bag, and we love it. So uh, as I mentioned, we're giving away one of Steph's birthday boxes on citymomsblog.com. They are amazing gifts and you for sure want to get your hands on one of these. So make sure to go over to citymomsblog.com for your chance to win. In City Moms Blog Network news, Colorado Moms Blog is celebrating this week. They're having their third anniversary, founded in 2015 by two sisters who saw a need for a one-stop resource for parents raising kids in Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs Moms Blog has blossomed over the last three years. Under the leadership of Tanya Jones and Tara Odenhall, Colorado Springs Moms Blog has 36 contributors who've all worked hard to put up 875 posts over the site's lifetime. Impressive. Co-owner Tanya Jones shares more about what the site means to their local community. 
Colorado Springs Moms Blog is providing many local connections in our community, from opportunities for moms to relate to our diverse perspectives online, to many local events that give families a chance to make memories together. We encourage moms to love where they live in our beautiful city of Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs Moms Blog will be hosting another big celebration in January 2019, our annual Sister Site Conference. That's when our network of owners from 90 sites across the country come together to be encouraged, inspired, and equipped for running successful businesses. It's not too late to join in the fun. You can be like Tanya and Tara and start your own City Moms Blog network site in your community. Visit citymomsblog.com for more information. That's it for this episode of Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating Motherhood. Hey, Steph, thanks for having me as your co-host and sharing more about your heart of celebration. It's one of my favorite things about you. And I am so glad that you joined me, Michelle. Let's do it again another time. Okay, let's do it. And I think next time you're talking about mom hobbies. Yes. That's the things you do when you're not momming. Yeah, if you have any of those. And you know what? Here's the deal. If you don't have a mom hobby, you're going to get one after the next episode because it's that important. A special congratulations to Colorado Springs Moms Blog and their third anniversary. We are incredibly grateful to have you in our network and we can't wait to bring our sisterhood to Colorado Springs in January. Thanks so much for joining us and remember mom, you're doing a great job and keep it up and don't forget to just add sprinkles. For show notes and more information on this episode of Just Add Sprinkles Celebrating Motherhood, please visit citymomsblog.com. There, you can find more information on our topic, our guest, and our host, Stephanie Fleece. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to give a review wherever you listen to podcasts so we can keep encouraging moms to celebrate motherhood and just add sprinkles.